This is our very, very first episode. We're excited that you're here. I'm Jazz. This is Kim. Kim, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, as Jazz said, my name is Kim. Um, so Jazz and I are actually cousins by marriage, uh, who over the years have evolved into really close friends. Um, this podcast vision really came from us sharing life experiences together, um, both good and bad. Most of the time over margaritas, most of the time over wine. <laughs> we like to have a good drink and have some conversations. Uh, but no, seriously, we wanted to create a space to share our journeys to reach others who may be going through similar journeys. Um, life is a journey sometimes, but most of the time it's all about who's on the journey with you. So hopefully this reaches people that, you know, can relate to it um, and appreciate the, the content. And again, we're just here really being authentic, being ourselves and just sharing where we've been, what we've been through and how we got to the other side. All right. And so, yeah, basically what Kim said, I mean, it's crazy because we've been married to our husbands for years. Um, but Kim and I really developed a very, very, very close relationship these last few years. So we just decided to share this journey with you all. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm an author, a freelance graphic designer, and I also work in IT. So this is basically, you know, something I've always wanted to do. This is something that I've always wanted to share with other women, but not just other women. I mean, there are going to be episodes where we deal with things that are, you know, dealing with couples, dealing with men, dealing with mental health. All of these different topics are going to be things that everybody can relate to. So with that being said, this first episode is actually going to be about having a strong community, um, just dealing with life situations, not having people to be there to support you. A lot of times, you know, Kim has gone through things and I've gone through things and the only support system we really had was either each other or our husbands. So we want to create that environment for other people to say, hey, you know, that is an issue in the black community. I mean, it could be an issue in all communities, but for right now, we want to talk about what's going on in the black community because at the end of the day, we are the ones that don't want to go get therapy. We are the ones that don't go to the doctors. We are the ones that just kind of just deal with it just because we got to deal with it. So, I mean, with that being said, let's deal with it. You know, let's deal with it for real. So, um, Kim, I mean, what, what do you want to start with? I'll piggyback off of something you just said. I think a lot of times people, black people, we, think we have to just deal with it because that's what we've been taught. Like, we've been taught, like, you're just, you have to be strong, strong black man, strong black woman, what have you, um, and you just, you know, suck it up and deal with it, so to speak. But that's really a a toxic way to live and think, and it's not healthy. Um, and I'm glad that the world is shifting now to be more accepting of mental health and therapy and, like, really prioritizing um, those areas in your life and self-care because really if you're not okay for yourself you can't show up for anybody else in your life whether it's your family your kids your spouse if you can't be okay for yourself you're, you're just no good to anybody else so um, I think it's really important for people to find community find your support system and prioritize you know those those people in your life prioritize your self-care um, like I know something for me with jazz has been like if we're just having a, a an off day, like just easily saying like I don't have the capacity for this today. I'll text you tomorrow. Something like that is just 
so simple. But at the end of the day, people are going through a lot. People got to go to work. People got family, kids, what have you. And sometimes you just don't have the capacity to deal with, um, you know, what life is throwing at you in that day. And that that is okay. And it's okay to back up and say, hey, I just don't have it today. Um, And actually someone um, in my life that's super, super important to me, my sister-in-law, she helped me learn that. And she taught me that. And I've been able to to start implementing that in different relationships in my life because it is hard sometimes to just carry the weight of uh, of the day of the week and in life sometimes. I mean, I agree. And then the crazy part about it is that I think in the black community we don't allow each other to to have that that room to say, okay, I don't have the capacity because we're so quick to say, oh, they acting funny or whatever the case would be. No, me acting funny would be me ignoring you while you're talking to me on the phone because I didn't tell you that I was not in a space where I could deal with your stuff. So, I mean, I feel like me telling you that I don't have the capacity to deal with it, that's me being honest, that me, that me that's me being straight up saying, okay, look, if you want me to give you the best version of me and the best version of advice, let me take a day off or let me take a few hours to myself so that I can get myself together. Because like you said before, if if you're not good, you know, just on your own, then how can you be something to somebody else? You know what I'm saying? It's like, how can you be able to motivate other people if you're not in a good space yourself? So, you know, you started doing that with me and I started appreciating it. And I've also started implementing it you know, even when it comes to my kids, I'm like, hey, mama is not in a good mood right now. You know, let, let's talk about this later. So I think that that's a good point that you made. Um, also, I wanted to kind of just give people an overview of what a supportive community is. So uh, I don't know if you want to do it, Kim, or if you want me to do it. But however, I feel like that's a very, very important thing for us to talk about what society deems as a supportive community. Yeah, you could go ahead and, and jump in there. But I will say a lot of times your supportive community may not look like what you thought it was going to look like. And it may not be who you thought it was going to be. And that's okay. And I think that's honestly, I feel like that that helped me to really analyze the people that are in my life because I would have never thought that you and I would be as close as we are. No. no. <laughs> We've both been in the family for, oh, I don't even know. Um, my husband and I have been together 16 years almost. And I think, Jazz, you and, and your husband have been together similar times. And we would see yeah, each other. Like yeah, like we would see each other at, you know, family gatherings and stuff like that. But really until, I think it was 2019, we all took a yeah. trip together. And that was when we really were like, oh, we connect a lot more than I thought we did. But again, I mean, you just cross paths at family gatherings and things like that and never, never, um, like, really connected like that. But real talk, I, I don't think I could have made it through this year without a few, some, a few key people in my life. And, Jazz, you're definitely one of them. Yeah, and that's the same thing with me because, honestly, I'm the type of person, and I know you are that type of person, too. Like, we are... We're introverts, but we're also very, very, we internalize a lot. Yeah. So it's like, I don't feel the need to tell everybody, oh, I'm, I'm just going through this. I'm just going through that. I've never been that type of person. So to be able to say that, okay, I found my person that I can just be myself with and that I can just be like, oh, you know, this, that, and the third is going on and not feel judged by it. I think we both 
uh, give each other that same space to do that. So I think that's 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 something commendable because, like I said, this is not normal in our community. Um, we have those pity party communities, and then you also have those I'm not going to tell you none of my business, you're not going to tell me none of your business type communities. And neither one of those are helping each other because it's like, one of them is not real, and then the other one is just like you're just dumping all of your bad stuff on me, but what about the good stuff? You know what I'm saying? And then we do have those times where it's like, okay, we don't want to hear none of the bad stuff. Tell me how you are, you know, mentally, emotionally, all of that, and then we move forward to talking about, okay, these are the moves that we're making. These are the things that we're getting ready to do. So I think that you have to have that balance. It's like, yeah, I can be your shoulder to cry on, your listening ear, but at the same time, okay, Let's talk about, you know, what happened that was positive this week or what are your dreams and your goals and your aspirations. So I think that's that's key, too. But according to the Internet, <laughs> uh, it says a strong community is like a safety net that catches us when we stumble and it lifts us up when we need it. It's a place where we can find belonging, support and the opportunity to make a real difference in people's lives. That's great. That's awesome. But at the same time, it's like, I also feel that we should be doing it for each other. It's not just about what you're doing in other people's lives. Like, what are these people doing in your lives? Like, yeah, that's the thing. I think it, I always use the uh, analogy about an ATM. And it's like, okay, if you're constantly going to the ATM and you're constantly withdrawing and you're never depositing anything into the ATM, it's like, Sooner or later, it's going to say insufficient funds. Yeah. So my thing is, it's like I want a community built where I'm pouring into you just as much as you're pouring into me. I think that and was... I think this, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that was something... I think that was, like, pivotal for me this year because um, anyone that knows me, like, really, really knows me that's in my circle knows that I am a, a giver. If you need me, I will be there. I don't care what time of day it is, whatever, exactly. I will be there. Um, but I had to evaluate people that were, I was giving, 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 but then when I need you to show up for me, um, not showing up. And sometimes, not sometimes, most of the times that's a very hard reality to face because they're usually people that you really, really care about, right? You wouldn't be giving of yourself to people that you don't care about that deeply, right? You wouldn't be giving that in that depth, I should say. Um, and so it's it's hard to kind of back up and reevaluate, like, oh, you know, that kind of hurts that, you know, I needed you and, and you, you didn't show up for me or I thought you would show up in this way. And something that I learned was that a lot of times we put expectations on people that they're just not able to meet. Like, just because you're showing up for someone in a certain capacity doesn't mean that they have that capacity to give back to you and you can't be mad about it. I mean, they're not you and you're not them. Um, you can't be mad about it, but it's also not wrong for you to back up, reevaluate and kind of put people in buckets for what works in your life. Um, because at the end of the day, again, it's about you and your mental space and where you are and how you show up in the world and you can't show up in the world if you're not supported and you're always, the one on the giving end, but no one ever is receiving. And just because, you know, strong black woman, we hear it all the time, just because you need to be on the receiving end doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you, you know, like less of a person. Everybody goes through stuff and everybody needs support. So 
I agree. I agree totally. And that was something that I had to learn this year because this year it taught me, I'm talking about even family, people that I've known all my life, I had to just kind of disconnect in a way. And it's not to say that, oh, you know, I'm not going to talk to you no more. I'm not going to deal with you no more. None of that. It's just like, okay, you know what? You no longer fit. Yeah. The way that you, you know, you no longer longer fit in this bucket that I thought I had you in. Maybe you did at one point. And that was great. But now where I'm at or like where I've evolved to or where I'm going or even just the challenges that life is throwing at me is just not fitting. And like I said, that's all I'm saying. It's it's hard to accept, but it's a harsh reality that has to be accepted. Yeah, it's necessary. It's definitely necessary. I mean, and that's even with different, you know, communities that I was a part of. I'm like, okay, I'm giving, giving, giving. And then now it's like, you know, when I can't give because I'm moving on to something else, then you want to kind of, you know, step back. And I'm like, okay, that showed me that you were only there for what I was giving. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't really receiving me for who I was. You were just receiving me for what I had. And those type of relationships are never, um, you know, they'll never last. Because at the end of the day, it's like sometimes... Uh, and I mean, we both are Christians. Sometimes God would put people in your life just for a season for you to be like, okay, let me step back and analyze how much I did for these people and why I shouldn't do that going forward. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, you can say, you know, you're going to always be a given person and that's great. You can always be a given person, but you also have to learn your cap when it comes to giving, because it's like some people, they don't have a cap on receiving. So if I don't put a cap on my giving, I'm going to keep on pouring and pouring and pouring. And then there's never going to be a time where you just actually step back and say, dang, you know what? She has done all this for me. Let me do something for her. And it's a lot of people in my life just this year that I've realized it's like, if I don't call you, if I don't text you, you won't call or text me. Yeah. And if we're at that point. And that hurts. I don't know why. It hurts. It hurts. It, It hurts. But at the same time, I cannot tell you how free I feel now that I've done that because it's like now I no longer feel like I'm bound to be that person that reaches out to people all the time you know what I'm saying and it's even with my friends like I I did a test it was like of course you and I we talk all the time you know what I'm saying but for the people that I've noticed that I'm always texting and calling and always putting in the effort I just stepped back for a few days you know, and I started counting the days and I'm like, okay, it's been about five or six days. You know, yeah, you saying something to me on Facebook because you see me put something funny on Facebook or you want to interact, but that's not communication. That's being social. That's not. So it's like, my thing is if you can't text me, but you can comment, we still got a problem because you're still not, uh, you're avoiding the issue. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just responding to something that I put out there. So I'm still being the one to to actually make the first move to initiate the conversation. So I'm like, you can still keep that. It's like, what happened What happened to the people that will stop what they're doing in the middle of the day and say, dang, that person just came to mind. Let me check on them right quick. Yeah. And it don't always have to be a bad thing. It can just be, hey, you know, what's good going on? You know what I'm saying? Tell me something good. I need some good news or whatever the case may be. So I've learned that, you know, in in this part of my 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 life that is what i need that is what i enjoy that is what makes me thrive because it's like we get stuck in a place in our lives where it's like okay you're dealing with all of your negative stuff all of the things that are coming at you and you sometimes you just want to hear what's positive in other people's lives but that is a sign 
that you have matured because a lot of people don't want to hear the good stuff in your life when they're going through something bad. They want to do, like I said, they want to do a pity party. They want to talk about, oh, yeah, girl, my problems, this my, my, is my problem, too. And I don't want to compare problems. Let's compare, you know, possibility. Let's, let's compare accomplishments. Let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Let's not compare the bad stuff. Let's try to figure out a solution for the bad stuff. And, I, and that's where I feel like you and I are at is like, okay, y'all help us, you know, when it comes to just trying to put things into perspective. Because you know us, we just jump out there, we just do stuff. <laughs> so y'all are like the ones that plan, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that part of y'all. Because I tell y'all this all the time, it's like the yin and yang. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you and I, the yin and yang is like, if you feel like I'm going off and veering off into something else and I need to be focused on this, you'll reel me back in and be like, uh-uh, cousin, uh-uh, let's focus on this right here. So I really appreciate, you know, that when it comes to our relationship. And I feel like every community should have those people. It's like, we shouldn't be a community filled with orange people. Everybody don't need to be orange. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, like, everybody brings different things to relationships and to life. So just because, you know, maybe... so. Just to give an example, for example, if you have a bunch of friends that are extroverts, no introverts, for example, there's kind of probably not going to be a lot of diversity in the relationships or whatever. Because if everybody's like, yeah, let's go ahead, let's do that. And then there's nobody in the background like, hey, wait, did y'all think about this? Uh, just using that as an example, um, you need different people because people bring different uh, strengths. So like when you look yep. at your circle and you look at your friend group. You should be able to evaluate, you know, like, hey, I have this person that maybe I don't love them for this, or maybe this is a, like a flaw, but we all flaw. We have, we're nobody's perfect, but they're really good at this. And then you look at this next person like, hey, you bring a different set of values to my life. So when you like look at your circle, if you can't like say what people are also bringing to your life, that might be a red flag, you know, for some evaluation to kind of figure out where that relationship fits, how it fits. Is it time to maybe kind of back away from that relationship, what have you? Uh, because going back to something you just said a minute ago, Jazz, um, you were saying sometimes people only want to share the bad things. Sometimes people just think you're their dumping ground. And mm -hmm. it's okay to be a dumping ground sometimes. But again, going back to, you know, what my sister-in-law really taught me, like, before you just open up and get ready to dump on someone, and I'm not saying you shouldn't dump. We all need to dump. We need to vent. And you have your people that you feel comfortable with in doing that. But you need to be able to say, like, hey, you know, I always try to check in with people first. Before I just send you a text and dump in on you, let me let me say, hey, how are you doing today? You're like, just if I haven't talked to you already today. And even if I have talked to you, I'll ask you, like, hey, whenever you got time or whenever you have capacity, let me know. I, I need to share something or whatever. And then if I am going to send a text, everybody laughs at me for this. Jazz does too. I will send a text message to say, when you have capacity, and I'll put like 15 spaces in the text <laughs> message and then put whatever I got to say because I don't, when, you, when that when message pops up on your phone or, you know, whatever you get your notifications on, I don't want that preview of that message to automatically be the dumping. I just want you to see like, hey, when you have capacity, and then you got, you already know, like, okay, I need she needs to talk about something, so let me get my mind together. If you're already there at that moment, cool. If you're not, and it's tomorrow, three days later, whatever, that's fine. And I love that I, that my circle has created the space where I don't expect you to respond to me immediately. People got stuff going on. But I know for people in my circle, I know what their response patterns are. So certain people, like Jazz, she probably going to respond all the time immediately. 
I have other people in my circle that they it may take them a little while, and that's okay because I know, oh, life busy, life hectic, whatever, they'll get back to me. I don't take offense to that, um, but I've learned to analyze who who's in my circle and really know my circle so that I don't get offended by oh, they didn't respond, they ignoring me, you know, and, and I feel like black people do it a lot of times, we be, we be quick to say, like, they acting funny, they doing this, they doing that, no, some, they, people might just be struggling, or just going through something, but then I also know for some people in my circle, if, if I hadn't heard from you in a week or so, okay, if I text you after, if I text you, you didn't say nothing after a week, okay, I'm gonna text you one more time, and then if I don't hear nothing again, I'm about to get concerned. So, because I, just everybody has different, different responses and different um, response habits, so, before you're quick to jump and say like, oh, somebody acting funny, somebody doing this, they're not being supportive, I need them, you know, kind of step back and think about like, maybe they, maybe they need some support, maybe they're going through something, you know, before you just kind of jump in and, and, you know, just always ready to dump on people. Um, and even if you're going through a season where it's just not a good season, you feel like you need to dump a lot, don't feel bad. People go through stuff, life happens, nobody asks for the things that life throws at us, but just kind of make sure you're respecting people's boundaries and checking in before you just automatically go and, you know, just start just start dumping on your on your support system. And I mean, even with that, it's like me being the person that I, I do respond, you know, very, very quickly. And it's only because I know sometimes I forget to respond to people. And I'm like, okay, if this was something very important and this is something that they really needed to talk about, you know, I try to go ahead and respond then. But like you said, it's all about knowing and analyzing who you dumping on, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like with you, I know your job, you know what I'm saying? So I don't even expect you to respond quick. I'm going to stop right what? there. We, I'm going to stop because people didn't know I'm going to count it. So my life is hectic most of the time. <laughs> and I'm going to count it trying to exactly. fill up everybody, trying to get my workouts in, drink my water, what have you. So I'm busy. So go ahead, Jess. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is like, and I've learned it. And then it's the same thing with me is like, okay, where I work at some days is just very laid back. And I'm sitting there just chilling, watching football and doing my little IT work. But then there are days when we have actual events and I don't get back to my phone until it's time for me to get off. But at the same time, it's like, I think we've learned that, okay, this is, this is the best time to text this person, or this is the best day to text this person. And so Kim is the one that says, okay, if it's not on the calendar, it didn't happen. So therefore, you know, I've learned that a lot of things that we do talk about, a lot of things that we do plan to do, we put it on the calendar. And I appreciate, you know, her for doing that because a lot of my friends, they can put it on the calendar and still ain't gonna happen. You well, and that, that's just, just because, like because I am so, so, like, I'm usually bouncing around so many different places and so many different, uh, doing so many different things. It, it helps my mind not to, for me personally, not to try to remember everything. Because if I try to remember everything, something's going to be forgotten. So the calendar is my friend. Siri is my friend. If somebody texts me, I'm like, well, I need to respond to them. I leave a message on red so that I don't forget. Like, I just try to use different tools to help me. But that's because I know me. And then my friends and my, my group, my support system, they know me too. So everybody knows if y'all want something mm -hmm. for me, it's going on the calendar. You get the calendar invite. I don't care if you accept it or not, but I sent it. Exactly. You know what you're supposed to be doing. It's on my calendar, but, so I yeah. know what to do. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing is, like, I'm not, I haven't been very, very big on calendars. And it's because my life is 
chaotic and it's never it's never a planned day like so you know us being able to to be that for each other i think it's making us better you know what i'm saying because it's like sometimes i will tell kim i'll just be like okay i just want to do something spontaneous while we out there you know what i'm saying so sometimes it's not even on the itinerary and we do it so i feel like that's still it's you for you to still have your person is always organized but for that person to also be open to things that may not be you know uh scripted or on the schedule or whatever the case may be, I think that that's a good balance for a relationship as well because you don't want somebody that's always like, oh, hold on, we, we we can't go out for drinks because I got such, okay, no, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, you know, yeah, I get it, but at the same time, no. <laughs> like, nobody wants their friend that is never available yeah. for them sometimes when they just need it at the drop of a hat, you know, and I appreciate you for being that person as well. It's like, because I know sometimes I do text you while you working or why you, you know, in zoom meetings and things like that. And it's like, you still, you know, make sure that you text me back or at least say, okay, let's put a pin in this. I'm gonna come back when, you know, when I'm available. So I feel like you can still, you can give people, um, respect and say, okay, I I respect the fact that you're busy, but for them to also say, okay, I know that you may need me at this moment, but I'm not available at this moment. Hit me up, you know, at this time, or I'm going to hit you back in a few. Give people that same respect, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, they'll just leave you on red and won't even tell you why they left you on red or won't even acknowledge the fact that you said it. And then it creates I, offense. You're, you're offended. You're like, why are you, are you ignoring me? Because, again, that's just people's natural thought process like oh you're ignoring me why you know so right and and that's the thing and and i never felt that way when it comes to us communicating and that's what i'm saying it's like you can be that very very organized person but at the same time you don't have to be snobbish about it and be like oh my life is so busy i don't have time for nobody because then you put yourself in a box when it's your turn to go through stuff and then you need somebody to talk to right then and there and they may tell you hey i'm busy right now you know what i'm saying we're gonna have to wait so it's like you have to be very, very careful about how you, you know, you box yourself in when it deals with your community because it's like there are some things that would just hit you. Like I'm talking about like a ton of bricks and you just like, okay, I, I feel somebody. like my life is crumbling. Yeah, I feel like I'm in shambles and I need somebody to talk to. So you don't ever want to put yourself in that situation where it's like, you've been the person that isolated yourself all the time. You didn't talk to people, yada, yada. And then, you know, but you were always the person listening to everybody else. And I tell people that all the time. I'm like, let me not ever be that person to tell you out my business and you don't tell me none of your business. Of course, I don't want to know everything that goes on with you, but I want to feel like this is a authentic you know, exchange. Like we're exactly authentic exchange. It's a transaction. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm exchanging, you know, my life circumstances with you. So I feel like you should be able to share some things with me as well and we can help each other with these things. Well, because you it, know what I'm saying? it grows your relationships and it grows the depth because I'm not saying that you share the most deep, intimate details of your life with somebody you just started talking to. But as as like the years go on, like even like for us. Stuff that's happened this year, maybe we'll get into that in other episodes that I wouldn't have shared with you a couple of years ago. But because of where we are mm -hmm. and how we've evolved and grown over just having, like, more in-depth conversations. Like, conversations have levels. Like, they can be very surface level. And then the more that you get to know someone, you build that trust, you build that rapport, you build that relationship. And you're just like, okay, I can trust you. So I do feel comfortable sharing this part of me with you or sharing this part of 
my heart with you or my struggles or what have you. Um, but going back really quickly, um, even though you may be, you know, say you're a busy person, say you're trying to fit everybody in, even for me, if someone needs me in my community, in my circle, and because I am, my circle is very tight knit. And I, I, like I said, I've, I've analyzed and studied all my, my people, so to speak. I know when something's emergency. I know when it's urgent versus when it's just, hey, can we schedule dinner? You know, or something like that. So even though, and even in that, if you, if I know you really need me, I will clear my calendar. I will clear my meetings from work. I will clear meetings from what, what have you. I will move things around to make sure that I can be available for people because I just think that's a part of showing up for your community. And then in turn, I know my community would do that for me. Um, because think, people don't go through things that are that heavy, I feel like, on a daily basis or, you know, all day, every day. So if something happens to someone in their life that just really, like you said, Jazz, it's like a ton of bricks sat on them for the day, you know, show up. You know, show up for people and, and be ready. You show up and then know that if you've done the work to appropriately categorize your your community and your circle you'll know who will show up for you too when when your time comes and when you need support i totally agree and and that's my thing even when it comes to family like i mean i literally have family that i don't talk to because every time i talk to them it's something going on something hurting i don't have this i don't have that and those people what we did not talk about but what is very very important and it's going to lead into uh, self-care and the episodes about mental health and all that is the fact that some people are going to be those type of people that you just don't need in your life because they're always going through something. And with those people, they will pull the life out of you. They will drain the life out of you. So you have to be able to analyze those people as well, because it's like, yeah, of course, you want to be able to talk to people about what you're going on, what's going on in your life and what you're going through and yada, yada. But at the same time, you never want to be that person that's a Debbie Downer and you always have something wrong going on with you because it's like, okay, if I'm trying to talk to you about something good that happened to me, or I had an interview here or I went to, you know, this place and I enjoyed this, you know, this restaurant and yada, yada. And then you coming at me saying, yeah, I ain't even have nothing to eat today. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Like, what are you really asking? What are you really telling me? You know, at the end of the day, because it's like, like, like you said, Kim, relationships have levels. And if I'm leveling up and you're not leveling up, you're staying where you're at and you're content, but you expect me to still feel some type of way about where you are and try to help you and pull you up. Then that means that I really don't need you in my circle because we're in the business of elevating. We're in the I'm business of making sure that people are going to the next level in life and progressing in life. So if I always talk to you and you're always in the same boat, in the same situation with no type of solution, then yes, I'm going to leave you behind. Will I talk to you? Will I text you and check on you? Of course. But at the same time, it's going to be like, I'm going to be dumping solutions on you. And if you don't feel the need to, to change your life or whatever the case may be, then you stay where you at. I'm not pulling nobody in 2024. So you don't want to go? <laughs> You can stay where you at. And it's not you're taking trips, okay? And it's not to say that they're not good people. They just maybe are at a different point of life. Maybe you maybe you both were in different a different space previously when that relationship served you differently. And now that relationship is no longer serving you in the capacity that you needed to. 
Um, and then I also will say, if you do find yourself going through a hard time and you do kind of feel like, oh, I'm always a negative friend, I, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm trying to be positive, but I always feel like I'm, I'm a burden on people, don't feel bad because people that are your circle, they'll still be there for you, but also be willing to do work outside of just dumping. Like dumping without acknowledging that you may need, maybe you need to implement some self-care tactics in your life. Maybe you need to go to therapy. There's nothing shameful about any of those things. Maybe you are struggling with your mental health and you need to do, do some work there. There's nothing wrong with admitting that and getting the help you need. I know in our community, it typically was, you know, frowned upon or you looked, you were weak or whatever, but that's not anything to be ashamed of. But at the same time, if you're doing all that work and then also needing the support of your friends and family, that's different versus just yeah. always dumping with no, to Jazz's point, you just always dumping with no solution. And at the end of the day, your community, unless you got a therapist in your community group, we are not professionally trained to carry the load right so that's where jazz was saying it gets heavy and people that really care about you it starts to impact them too because they they care about you deeply so i you you your community can start carrying the weight with you and i'm not saying that that that's wrong or that there that there is no time for that there is definitely times and seasons when that happens but you also have to be open and honest with yourself very self-aware to say hey you know, I'm talking to my community, I'm talking to my friends, this is not really, I'm not getting, I'm still not feeling good, I'm still not feeling okay, not feeling like myself, and then exploring, do you need to start implementing some of those other tactics in your life for your mental health and for your, your space? But I also feel like, I mean, because anybody that know me personally know that I'm a, I, I'm a giver, you know, for one, and then for two, is like, I'm the type of person that's not going to just ask somebody, you know, just come out and say, hey, I need this, that, and the third. So it's like, I feel like it's also important for you to, to, like you say, for you to analyze your community and analyze those people that are in your community because there are some people that will suffer in silence. Now, those people are the ones that I really have a heart for because it's like, I don't ever want people to feel like they can't come to me and they can't talk to me or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But then you also have those people that know that you're a giver and they're going to always take advantage of that. So it's like, it's two different, it's, it's two different paths that you can take with that situation when you're going through stuff. And like, as far as us, you know, like you said, there's some stuff that we'll talk about later on that you've gone through and you shared with me. And it's the same thing with me. So it's like, you know, I feel, I feel like, People that dump all the time, they don't really analyze the levels to the relationships and say, okay, well, this is something that I can share with them right now, and it's going to be okay for me to share this with them, and then we can have, you know, it's like this. Come to the table, and let's talk to each other about what's going on, but also, let's be able to leave the table and feel better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You never want to keep coming to the table to your community, and you feel empty or you feel worse than what you did when you came to the table. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you have to have everybody in, in your community can't be going through something at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody got to be the one to say, okay, y'all, let's let's figure this thing out. Well, and let's, even, let's figure out why we're in this situation. <laughs> even if everybody is going through something, you, you still got to be able to, a couple of people, or someone still has to be able to find like some common ground. Like, okay, y'all, we all going through it. We struggling. Let's go do something fun. Let's go do something exactly. to like take our mind off of it. You know, let's just go. Let's 
take a trip, go to dinner, go do whatever you would like to do, whatever makes you and your community happy. Just to do something to, to get you in a different space and a different frame of mind. Um, and I want to add this really too, uh, really quick too, Jazz, when you were saying like when you're at the table, I would say watch your table and who's at it and analyze because a lot of times we'll find ourselves, you, you'll feel like, oh, I shared and I thought this person was helping me, but then you find, you know, maybe they weren't really helping you or maybe they're, you know, they went back and said something about you or something like that. And those can be all kinds of miscommunications and just a various, a variety of issues that can cause different miscommunications and things like that. But I think if you analyze the people that you're at, that are at your table, you'll know who you can share what with, and it'll help avoid offense and, you know, just issues down the road of feeling like, oh, I thought that was a safe space and it wasn't a safe space. So that's why it's important to know your people and analyze because we, with the depth of things that people go through in life now, I feel like our millennial generation is just getting hit left and right. It seems like so people really be like stuff is heavy on people a lot of times and people need a safe space to, um, to talk and disclose. And I always try to be that safe space for my community and people, you know, know, like, if you're going through something, I, everybody knows I'm going to do my best to give you the best advice that I can. Um, but at the end of the day, like I was saying a minute ago, it's up to you to be self-aware and know how you feel it internally because I won't know that. Your community won't know that. Only you know how you feel it internally and only you can decide, like, do I need more than just talking to my people and, and doing something fun with my people? Like, even though I'm talking and, and we're all, you know, communicating and helping each other, I just still don't feel like that's enough. Like, I'm not good. And, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's 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 perfectly fine. And that's you know, that's the piggyback off what you said about sometimes you may need therapy. And anybody that know me know that I love church and all of that, but sometimes church is it's not, not the best enough place sometimes. <laughs> it's not the place to go to vent, okay? You know, if you get to your community and you know, you feel like it's not airtight, you feel as though something is being leaked. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you may need to just kind of back off and just kind of figure out, okay, let me, I, I, I put it this way. I'm put it this way. I've tried this out before. I would tell two people a similar story about something that I was supposedly going through and I would just watch it and how it would spread. <laughs> and the crazy part about it is you can tell who said something. Because this is what you were just talking about. You say sometimes you'll tell people stuff and then you'll hear it again. So sometimes you have to you you have to do that. And the reason why I say don't share yourself with the church is because it's like the church is a hospital, y'all. It is supposed to be a hospital where you go. But if you think about it, in a hospital, it's just you and that doctor. It's not you and and, and all these other people in the room with you. No, when you go to the doctor. That situation that you're going to the doctor for is very, very private. So I've learned that in our community as black people, when we try to go to the church and try to get help, then a lot of times our business is out there. It's like, dang, I just went to the hospital and you just exposed my whole diagnosis. Like, no, that's not the route to go. So what I did learn was I was like, it's nothing wrong with me going to therapy. It's nothing wrong with having Jesus and the therapist. It's nothing, no. it's nothing wrong with having Jesus and the therapist. Nothing wrong with it. I totally agree with it because at the end of the day, it's like when I did go to therapy, I realized it's a lot of stuff that I can share with that therapist that I'm not going to hear again. You know, well, I don't know this person. 
Huh. You can share it in a different capacity. You can share it in a different capacity, and you can also be totally honest. Yeah. Because a lot of times what happens when we're sharing our stories and our journeys with people, we can't be honest with people. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we feel like it's too it's too much. Too heavy. You know what I'm saying? Or it's too raw. And I feel like our relationship um, is one of those therapy relationships, even though it, you know, we we're not trained to do that. But I feel like that's you and I. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can tell you stuff that I probably wouldn't even tell a lot of my other friends or a lot of my, you know, my other family members or whatever case may be. And I know it's not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's right there at that table with that margarita or that glass of wine. <laughs> That's where it starts. That's where it ends. And I think that that is a, a very, very important thing is like, okay, you should have that those one or two people that you can share everything with and you know it's not going to go anywhere because a community... A community talks, and it's just gonna be. I'm just gonna be honest about it. You know, what I'm saying, no matter how close knit, you know, it's supposed to be. You gonna have that one person that feel like they could just because you told me I can share it with everybody else. So that's another thing you have to make sure that your people know. Okay, just because I told you this, that don't mean you need to go over there and tell Margaret what I told you. You know what I'm saying? It's certain things that are for certain people, and that's what I had to learn too. Is like just because I told you know. Just using my 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 friend Latoya for example, just to, because I told Latoya this, that don't mean I'm finna go tell another person this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that was just for something for us to share at that moment, and then she gave me the advice I needed, and then it stayed there. And it could, and that you can be saying? because maybe y'all are, maybe you and that person that you decide to share with, maybe y'all are on different wavelengths in life, so to speak, and maybe you had a, a similar journey that you're both on at that same time outside, even though you both are in the community, maybe you both are in a, di- a journey that's a little bit similar. Say, you know, whatever that journey is, a marriage, marriage journey, family planning journey, what have you, maybe you're on a similar journey whereas somebody else in the community may not be. And that doesn't mean that they're not still part of your community or you're not a part of the overall community. It just may mean y'all had like a side, uh, something in, in common that, you know, led y'all down a different conversation. Yeah, and I totally agree. And that's basically what I'm that's that is exactly what I'm saying. Because it's like there are certain things that you and I have shared with each other that another person may not even understand. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you have to be mindful about that. And it's just like different situations require different personalities. I'm just gonna put it that way. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm a very playful person. I like to laugh, I like to joke and all this other kind of stuff. But when I know somebody really needs me. I can put that aside. You know what I'm saying? I can be that serious friend. I can be that that praying friend. I can be, you know, that 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 friend that just listens. You have to know how to jump into those different roles for your your community. And I think that's very important too, because a lot of times we get stuck in this one role and we feel like, oh, I'm just gonna be the one that's just listening to everybody's problems, or I'm gonna be the funny one that makes jokes and make light of every situation. And sometimes people don't want you to make light of their situation. Sometimes yeah. they don't want to laugh about it because it's not funny, it's hurting them. Yeah. So you have to be mindful of those different things. And I feel like as you mature, as you get older, as you um coming to yourself after you done a lot of self-care and you've done a lot of mental health care, you know how to address certain things and how to deal with certain things when it comes to you and when it comes to other people as well. So I think that that's something that we'll be able to talk about later on. And that's really going to hit home because it's like, there are those people that we all know those, those it's those people 
they always going through something, but they always joking about it. And then when that one situation hits them, it's like you don't know how to even accept it or try to be there for them because they just laughed everything off or whatever. So it's just like you have to be able to um, to be yourself at the same time, but also allow open yourself up to people and allow them to come in and understand you and be there for you the way that they know how to be there. It's all about love language. If nobody else believe this i believe it every um friendship every relationship has a love language you know and i can't love you the way that i feel like i need to love you if you haven't opened up to me and shown me what your love language is so i think that's important to learn your love language of your friends because you know you might be over there saying let's go get drinks let's go party and then they're the type of person they just want to sit in and cry yeah. <laughs> and eat some popcorn and watch a movie you know what I'm saying? And you have to know, you have to know and accept, can you show up for them in that space? If they're, if what, what is uh, comfortable for them is not comfortable for you, are you okay with that? And people can go through different things that require, they may change. They may be going through something that's a little bit lighter. I'm like, yeah, I just want to get dinner and, you know, have a glass of wine and talk it out. Then they may go through something that's real heavy and it's like, I need to sit here and ugly cry with a, a bowl of popcorn and just be, and can you be in that space with them? And that's for you exactly. to decide like how, how you fit into your community and vice versa. How does your community fit with you? Um, really quickly, I wanted to add in, um, especially for our community of black people, do not be shocked if your community is outside of your immediate family members. Um, I feel like a lot of times we expect, because people are like, oh, blood's, you know, thick in the water, blah, blah, blah. We heard it. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to who you really need and who shows up for you, sometimes it's not your family. And, again, that's a harsh thing to accept. It's a harsh reality, but it's a fact. Sometimes it's not your family. But don't be, I would say, in my own, my own journeys, in my own life, I would say I've learned to not be so cut off from other people that are willing to be there for me um, that I miss out on the support that I could get because I'm looking for support where I thought I should have it, whether it was family or, you know, whoever. Um, and that's not to be, you know, that's not to knock anyone or, do, or be critical of anybody. Sometimes people just can't show up in the way that you need them to. And that's okay because you have to accept, you, you can't change people. You have to like meet them where they are and decide that that's acceptable for you. If that's not acceptable for you, then fine, adjust the bucket of life that they're in and move forward accordingly. Uh, doesn't mean that you never talk to that person or what have you, but that might mean like, okay, well, I don't look for that type of support from you. And that might even that might even um, involve maybe I don't talk to you on that level anymore, or you know, because and, and that can be hard because people are like, oh, I don't feel like you really shared nothing with me, you know, but then if you flipped around and said, well, when I try to talk to you about something I'm going through, you don't really help me. People get amnesia. So um, I would say, like, just don't shut off support that you could receive because it's not in the form or the format or, or the person that you thought it should be. Because people really don't have ill intentions. They just, again, everybody shows up differently. No harm, no foul. That's fine. And sometimes people don't even realize, like, oh, I didn't realize you needed me like that, and I, I just didn't show up for you in that way. Um, so that's just something I wanted to add in. Yeah, and I mean, with that being said, it's like you have to be open 
and honest with people because like I said, like I've said before, you you know and you can feel when um you're able to share certain things with these people or whatever because you've learned to love them the way that they need to be loved in that particular relationship or that friendship or whatever the case may be. And that's where I am in life now. It's like if people want to talk to me about something, I let them talk to me about something because what I've learned about myself is that I'm that person that people feel compelled to talk to. So with that being said, it's like, I don't want to be that person that's like you said, standoffish and you know, you kind of don't show up for people that need you to show up for them. And then it's a God thing, you know, at the end of the thing, at the end of the day, because it's like, there are some strangers that need you to open up to them and talk to them or whatever the case may be, because God sent you, you know, in that direction. So it's like, you have to be mindful of those things as well, because we're not just friends and we're not just, you know, wives, blah, blah, this, we are vessels at the end of the day. So some people that open up to us or that we have to give advice to, we don't know them from Sally or Frank, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was our God given, um, right and our God-given uh, talent at the end of the day to be there for that person because it's like some of us are, I, I like to use, well, most women are incubators. So it's like we, we have that nurturing spirit anyway. Mm -hmm. So people are, are always tagged onto us and feel like, okay, I need to talk to this person or I feel like I'm drawn to this person for a certain reason or whatever case may be. So like you said, Kim, it's basically... You know, don't shut yourself off from people that don't look like your support system or don't look like your community because at the same time, the people that look familiar might be the ones you don't need to talk to. You know what I'm saying? And the people that you don't talk to are the people that you need to talk to. So even, it goes back to how me. Go ahead, Kim. I'm sorry. I was going to say, even to your point, what you were just saying, like, even if it was like a stranger or something, you feel like God led you to them. Sometimes just sharing your journey, your testimony, or something that you went through um, might help people, even if it's surface level like just so, just so people can know like oh i thought I, I felt because this is so heavy on me in my life right now i felt like i was the only one or i, I kind of was feeling like why me you know whatever but uh just even sharing something small and again not not the depths of your soul because again they somebody you don't know. but you know just sharing something high level like oh yeah i went through that too you know it, I know it's tough right now, but it, it does get better. You know, just something like that could just help encourage people. And that's very, very surface level. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's, I, I'm right there with you. I, I mean, it's like, I'm not going to, to spill the beans to some person on the street, to some average Joe Blow. However, you know, you have to be led. And if God is leading, you know, you to this person and you know that that person experienced the same thing that you have experienced, you might be that angel, you know, that's telling them, okay, this is where it leads you. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't tell you to go down this road because I know it's going to be a dead end. You know what I'm saying? And I take, and I don't take that very lightly because I do have that gift to know, you know, kindred spirits. So it's like, at the end of the day, it's the same thing with me and Kim, like Kim was saying, you know, I feel like we honestly missed a lot of years of being friends because she didn't seem to be the person that I normally hung around or vice versa. So it's like now it's like, dang, we really got a lot in common. Like we real deal talk about everything. So I feel like that is, you know, a good point that Kim made earlier about like feeling like, OK, this person is not my person, but they actually turn out to be your person. Yeah. So I would say with that, just um, 
don't shut yourself off from people just because they don't they don't expect they don't look like what you expected or, or they're not what you thought you know when you were when you were trying to think about building your community because you never really know you don't know who's got who God is going to send their send your way um, to help you and to to go through life and do life with you. Yep. All right. So, Kim, what else you got to say? I mean, how 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 you want to do this? Um, that was those are all everything that I, I kind of want to add in. Um, thank you all for listening. I uh, hope this was helpful and and reaches someone that may be struggling with uh, their community and where they are. Um, we have a lot of good content lined up for you guys. And again, just this was just this vision for this podcast this is Jazz's vision, but it was birthed out of honestly just the community we've built around us and and the issues that we all deal with and face. And again, like I was saying, it feels like all millennials, so everybody in my circles, like man, why does life always feel so heavy all the time? So just having life be life. And so just to have a space and, and a platform to be able to just share our journeys and, and help help other people um, is really what, we're, what we want to do. Yeah, I agree. So y'all, you know, until next time, this was, you know, very, very, um, very, very authentic. And I, I like this. I like this sitting. I really do. I feel like a lot of people will be able to come on here. We have a lot of people reaching out to us. Hey, when is going to drop? When is this? You know, when can we come on? So we will be extending that invitation to people to actually come on um, for some of the episodes. So, you know, let us know. Chime in. Tell us what you think. If you have any questions, if you have any add-ons, any takeaways, let us know. Uh, We'll be sending out social media handles, all of that kind of thing. So, yeah. Let's let's take this ride. Let's go on this journey together. Bye guys. Bye bye.